0: Welcome to the pre workout podcast, where we take pre workout and make a podcast in my living room. Uh, it's Preston and Colin today, and we just took a bunch yeah. of pre workout.
1: Well, we t- we took more than we uh, we did last time, which was a lot. Well, it was a I, lot. I took the same, but I did like heaping scoops, and then Preston did three scoops. Yeah. So both of our faces are tingling. It's great. I feel like I want to <laughs> scratch mine off. I don't. It's it's literally if you take a bunch of it. You, it's, it's comparable to like drugs. Imagine doing like seven shots of espresso in five minutes. That's what it's like. It's like that.
0: And then you just crash right after. Yeah. Well, I mean, caffeine has like a half-life of, I think six or six hours is the half-life for caffeine. So, no, dude, I, it's affected my sleep. The last time we took a big dose like this, we took it at like 5 PM and I (laughs) I couldn't sleep until like three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. But now it's, I think it's uh. It's like 1.30 right now. And so. I always wonder why I can't. I'm like, why am I staying up so late? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had bad sleep problems for about a month or about six weeks. So I started taking uh, a melatonin uh, supplement. Um, I think it's melatonin, yeah. And it's got uh, tryptophan in it. And that just knocks me on my butt. Like, melatonin doesn't help you sleep. It just makes you go to sleep. Bro, your pupils look like... I swear this is cocaine. <laughs> it's
1: pre-workout. <laughs> Just pre-workout. <laughs> but Gosh. dude, I I'll, I'll tell you this. Oh, wait, Melatonin. what did you say about the guy that did? Sorry, I'll, I'll let you finish. But what did you say about the guy? so we take C4 pre-workout? Yeah. What did you say about that guy that got went to the airport? And... Oh yeah. <laughs> Back a few years ago, um, I
0: think it was right after 9/11. They. Uh, maybe a couple of years after nine 11, when like the airport security was on high, everybody was scared. And, uh, C four used I to have, why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pre-workout used to have a, a drug in it that, uh, or a, an enzyme in it that would, uh, trip the sensors at the airports and say that it was a drug. Um, so they pulled him aside and they're like, "Hey, or, or, I'm sorry, said that it was a bomb." And they pulled him aside and they're like, "Hey, you have an explosive material." He's like, no, "No, no, no, it's okay. It's just C4." And they like arrested him and <laughs>
1: threw him on the ground
0: and he's like, "No, no, it's pre-workout. It's
1: pre-workout."
0: <laughs> it's so stupid.
1: Yeah, so Preston gave me like a little baggie of it. Um, oh yeah. To t- to <laughs> Don't take... say like yeah, It was it's a dime bag. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gave me like a uh, So he he let me take some back <clears throat> to my place. And I put it in a little baggie, and then I take it back to my house, and I just leave it on the counter. But it's like pink powder, and a lot of the time, there's this drug called Molly, which is also pink powder, a lot of the time. That, or in pill form, or something like that. Shout out to my friend Molly, who is not a drug. (laughs) (laughs) But but if she gets too much sun, she is pink. (laughs) That's true, yeah. (laughs) Um, But... So I leave it on the counter, and um, I just, like, forget about it and go and do my own thing. And then my sister takes a picture of it, and she sends it to me because I I roommate with my sister. And she's like, what is this? And I'm like, no, it's just pre-workout. Don't worry. Don't worry. And she's like... Okay, okay, <laughs> it's just
0: pre-workout. Just make sure you don't snort it or put it in your uh, drink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a little bit missing when i went, when I saw it this morning, but yeah <laughs> that's that's all right. Oh, dude, it's so funny that there's like
0: so many restrictions on 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 like marijuana but not on caffeine, which yeah. I'm feeling the effects of not that I've ever done marijuana because I'm a good Christian boy, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm feeling the effects of caffeine a lot right now. I almost, I almost never do caffeine. It's only when We're doing the I do pre-workout when we do the podcast. Because I don't even use pre-workout to work out. I just do the podcast with it.
1: Well, I was going to use it. So, I was going to use it because it's one of those things that if you stay up really late and then have to work really early in the morning, you can wake up and just take some pre-workout and you're just like, yeah, you're ready to work. Yeah. But, uh, especially if you work construction. Yeah. Man, it, it affects... Everything like the last,
0: so we tried to film uh we tried to record two last uh episodes of the podcast, and both of them we didn't take pre workout. One it had already worn off, and we were tired. It was like one o'clock in the morning, yeah. and the other one we didn't take it. We were like we can be high energy <laughs> on our own, and they were terrible. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, like we couldn't post them. They were so bad and boring. Yeah, that's why that's why it's been it's taken so long to post this 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 one because we actually recorded two and we yeah. were like these suck.
0: <laughs> yeah. So now we're we're getting on a more consistent schedule of posting. We have some uh, uh audio equipment that we just got um, set up and we should be should be on the next maybe two episodes we'll have audio and then we're hoping by episode like 7 or 8 we'll have uh, video and it'll be uploaded to YouTube and everything. So um, have another uh, and you place for get to for, see our faces. Get to see <laughs> our faces and um hey, let us know actually uh, go to our Instagram pre uh, dash workout podcast. Uh, and let us know about, uh, if you guys want us to tape GoPros or tape our phones to our heads and do a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be super funny, but I don't know. I have a, a point of view, uh, podcast experience, but, but yeah, man, I'm what I was saying about, uh, melatonin is the ones that I'm taking are uh, 10 milligram and I've been like weaning myself off. I take a couple strong doses for three or four days and then take a little bit less each day for 30 days. Um, to help me get on a regular sleep schedule, and it will give you the craziest dreams. Really? It's so trippy. Like, I, I I will sleep for, I don't know, seven, eight, 10, 12 hours, depending on how early I go to bed, and I'll just dream these insane things, and I remember all of them. You don't... What was your dream? Last night, I had a dream that... Oh, so
1: you took it last night, too?
0: Yeah, I've been taking it for the last, I don't know, 10 days or so, um, just so I can get regular sleep. Um, and last night I had a dream that, uh, Sandor Clegane, the Hound from Game of Thrones, uh, was like my personal escort and we had to go across this like sea. No. Like No. <laughs> <laughs> like bodyguard. <laughs> um, and we had to go across, uh, this, this sea and we were in this tiny little ship and I would do this voyage and, and then, uh, like... I had to go through college and everything. But it wasn't back in medieval times. It was like now. He just was there. <laughs> and I had to go like through college and all this stuff. And he was just there protecting me at all times. And I'd be in class and he'd be like going over and chopping people who were trying to pick on me, chopping their heads off. It was very odd. The dreams make no sense, but they're they're yeah. very vivid, very realistic. And you wake up and you're like, wow, what, what kind of person am I? <laughs> Why is this
1: something <laughs> that's in my subconscious? But... Dude. Every time I I go to sleep on my back, which is not very often. Your neck? My pussy and my (laughs) 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 back. It's terrible. Um, Every time I go to sleep on my back, I feel like I I always have the weirdest dreams. And I feel like it's because maybe I'm getting more oxygen than I do if I'm laying on my side or something because I'm breathing through my mouth more. I don't know why, but I just have... Strange dreams Well it makes your brain When you
0: lay on your back It makes your brain uh, Release more um, Endorphins Because Your body's telling you That you're on bottom Which is how you usually are Okay (laughs) That was a stretch I'm sorry I'm sorry A swing and a miss (laughs) Yeah Uh, Oof That's another thing About pre-workout Is that you're You just go for any
1: joke And about I don't know if that's The (laughs) pre-workout Oh yeah yeah. That's just me Nevermind (laughs) Okay Uh, um, but yeah, before we got on here, we were actually talking about this, this, was it a podcast that you were watching or listening to? Um, and it was talking about taxes.
0: No, it's a, it's a interview from, uh, Milton Friedman back in 1968. Milton Friedman's probably, probably one of the most, uh, influential economists in the last, you know, hundred years or so, um. Really, really intelligent guy. Some of the most boring books on the planet. If you read his books, yeah. but what he says is really good. His delivery is just really boring. But um, basically, he he was talking about, uh, and this all spawned because I was I was looking at my taxes this morning, trying to get my government money, um, get that uh, twelve hundred dollar relief check or whatever that I don't really need, but I kind of want. Um, but he, uh, <clears throat> Milton Friedman's talking about having a negative income tax. And basically what a negative income tax is, um, so it's back in 1968, the average income for a family of four was $3,000 a year. Roughly, that's about $24,000 accounting for inflation uh, today. Um, <clears throat> oddly enough, our average has actually gone up, which is cool, even adjusting for inflation. But anyways, it's about $3,000, and he said that that would be the minimum tax barrier. You don't get taxed if you make $3,000. And anything you make over that three thousand dollars, there's a tax on. So he like, said,
1: "Is it? I thought you said the like a thousand dollars over, or is it just anything you make over?"
0: It's anything you make over. Okay. I was just using a thousand dollars over. Okay. So, for instance, let's say you make four thousand dollars. Three thousand is the tax safe haven, and let's say you make four thousand dollars as an example. Now, let's say that this tax is fifty percent. It's not going to be that high. It should be about twenty percent to make sense. But for easy math, let's say it's fifty percent. So if you make $4,000, you have $1,000 over the tax-safe bracket, which means that you get taxed on the $1,000 over, not on the $4,000, just on that 1000 over. So you would pay, obviously, 50% of a 1000 It's $500. And that's what you pay. What he was talking about, um, to to help with poverty in America and to incentivize people to, to get out of poverty, uh, but to still help them while they're there without welfare, which... Obviously, welfare does not incentivize you to go do anything. And you're like, oh, I get free government money, and food, and phones, yeah. well, and everything. And,
1: and welfare is also focused. Welfare is would be a lot more focused than just getting money. Like, exactly. Because a lot of people that are on welfare um, are not great with money. Exactly. So, um, and I'm not saying everybody, I'm just saying a lot. But yeah. so if if they're just given money, then they can go through that money pretty quickly, where well, a lot of welfare is like, there's like food stamps, stuff that you spend on just food, um, and you get money focused more on <coughs> specific things, so yeah. if you just got money, but explain what the negative tax is.
0: So, the negative income tax would be, let's say, obviously, 3000 is that, that base for, uh, that's
1: the number that you work off of. so... Pause real quick, pause real quick, sorry. Um, something funny, I just thought of it, because you said income tax... But my grandmother had this dog, and she named it Tax. And she was always good with, like, these little sayings and things. She would always have, like, a saying for everything. But the reason why she named the dog Tax is because as soon as she would open the door, income tax. That's, oh my god. No, and I'm serious. Uh, Are you really? Yeah, no, she totally (laughs) named the dog Tax.
0: Oh gosh, that's terrible.
1: (laughs) That goes beyond dad. That's grandparent.
0: That's grandma joke. That's like yeah. yeah. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> Honestly, she sounds like a phone person, but um, if she was still alive. Sounded like a fun person. <laughs> Past tense. But continue. So let's say for example that you make, you know, two thousand dollars. That's a thousand dollars under that tax limit. Now yeah. what a negative income tax would do is you'd get paid five hundred dollars. You're a thousand dollars under the tax limit, under the tax barrier. And whatever you are, whatever you make under that, you get 50% of the difference. So you make $500 if you're 1,000 under. Um, (laughs) Let's say you make zero dollars. You have no income for a year. And you're the head of a family of four. Then when you pay taxes, they would say, all right, here's the $3,000 tax limit. You made nothing, so you get 50% of the difference. You make $1,500. What this would do, and obviously you can scale this for inflation, it's just easier to use the smaller numbers. What this would do is, the The really poor people would have just enough to get them going and to get a little bit on their feet. They'd be able to feed their families. Maybe not live in luxury. Certainly not live in the lap of luxury, but they'd be able to feed their families. What welfare
1: does... (laughs) I just thought of like a gigantic woman named luxury. (laughs) (laughs) Live in the lap of luxury. (laughs) Uh. That's okay.
0: (laughs) I don't don't want that in my... (laughs) I don't want that image in my brain, (laughs) but it would it would incentivize whereas welfare just it doesn't incentivize at all um and it also would be scaled where you know let's say you make ten thousand dollars you know you're paying thirty five hundred dollars now obviously um
1: i wouldn't be 50 percent. That, that was going to be my question is it going to be a flat rate tax
0: it would have to be
1: otherwise so, it wouldn't make
0: sense so it yeah. needs to be it 15 would
1: would because, work because really well yeah yeah it would it would have to be like a lower number because once you get up like into making really good money, yeah if they had like a giant tax percentage, yeah which you know that's kind of what a lot of the left is trying to do right now with wealthier people is just increase the percentage of them being
0: taxed but which isn't it's not that's not good like yeah, we don't need dude. to tax the rich more. We need, to, we need to tax everybody fairly, but I'm saying the really poor people with this, with the negative
1: and income also, tax... And also, if you think that the rich are stupid and are like... Like, for example, like all the billionaires, they don't get... They, they hire so many people that are so much better at doing taxes than even government officials
0: <laughs> that yeah.
1: they're like, I don't pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, Like, I literally don't. And my money is in freaking switzerland
0: (laughs) their job is to not pay taxes that's that's their job essentially so when you have i I, i'm and i'm all for look my my when i was very young my my family was on welfare mm -hmm. so i don't have any in in food stamps so i have no i you know no problem with people needing help like sometimes you just need help and sometimes (laughs) the government's the best place to to go for help but you have to incentivize people to get out of it because people will not right now. And I think it was either Vermont or Maine or maybe maybe both of them back in, a couple of years ago. They had a, uh, a system where they their welfare was just getting taken advantage of. And everybody knew it. it was costing them literally billions of dollars. And they said that you have to do between 10 and 20 hours a week of community service. Community service. You have to if you want welfare. And it cut in half because people were like, "Wait,
1: I have to work for this?"
0: Yeah, literally. And it's like in 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 a matter of 3 or 4 weeks, it just cut in half. And they said it saved I mean, literally saved billions because they weren't paying these people to do nothing. They they uh I mean, people don't want to work. You'll very quickly weed out. If you put uh you have to do community service or have to do good work, then people will be like our hard work. They'll be like, "Nah, it's not worth it, you know. At that point, i would just go get a job." Right? Yeah. So all these people that were um, just unmotivated... Now, the problem was the, there was a little bit of a rise in um, the sale of drugs, illegal drugs, because yeah. people were <laughs> like, well, I'll just make money illegally now. <laughs> Instead of getting the government to pay me, I'll just you know go around the government. Um, just legalize which,
1: drugs. Hey, I'm I'm kind of down for oh, legalizing every drug. I'm not drug. kind of down. I'm 100% down for legalizing just every drug. <clears throat> yeah. Being like, if you want to do heroin, go ahead. You die. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you know, if you can jump out of a plane with, <laughs> with like, a high percentage – well, not maybe not a high percentage. It's a low a, percentage of, of, of risk, but It's a still, low risk, but it's, there's
0: still a risk. There's still a risk, yeah. I mean, a, a car, for instance, a car has a very uh, a good chance of killing you yeah. or at least severely injuring you at least at some point in your life. Yeah. So
1: if yeah, you if take that risk – if you can get risk, in a car and drive down the interstate, yeah. why – I mean, this is America, people. Yeah. I wanna do what I wanna do. <laughs> yeah. I wanna shoot heroin in my veins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this nah. is all conjecture. We're not actually talking about us shooting heroin nah, in our veins. <laughs> Con's like, yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> um, but I mean if they legalized drugs, what it would do is you'd stop one, having drugs laced with fentanyl and yeah, all the that's bad what stuff. I was say. It would equalize the it would it would put some regulations on the dr- drug market. So people who wanna go uh, you know, buy meth and, and, and all that stuff. It's like, if you want to do meth, great. You got to go to your local meth store, your drug store (laughs) changes the name of a drug store a lot, but you got to go to your local meth dealer. And he's now got regulations on the government. He's like, I have to make it this way, which means that the price will regulate, which means that the illegal drugs, um, you know, like, uh, Colorado, There's um, in both Colorado and California, the areas that, um, legalized Legal marijuana for recreational use, yeah. they saw a
1: significant drop in heroin use. Well, you know, Colorado is also like the wealthiest state, <clears isn't <clears <throat> it? One, yeah, it's one of the top, it's, it's one of the top. Tennessee's number two. We actually. can
0: look that up real fast. I'm pretty sure Tennessee's not number two. I don't think we have some, My we have the wealthiest for the, for the state. We man. have the wealthiest county, one of the wealthiest counties. Maybe. Williamson, Williamson. County is really, really wealthy.
1: It's in like the top 20 or top 15. I remember looking it up. But look up uh, wealthiest states. Wealthiest state
0: governments. Well, are we talking about state governments or state yeah, people? Yeah. Governments. But I mean, Colorado. Yeah, they saw a significant drop in. And this is like hard I feel data. Like the wealthiest we can,
1: state people would probably be
0: California, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, probably because there's just so many people, but there's also a ton of debt and poor people in California. Massive homeless homeless populations, things like that. But with uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> i just threw out a fact that i knew nothing about that's why we that's why we google it and you're free to the listeners free to google anything that we say and uh if you want to prove us wrong fight me um That's just
1: something that my sister said i should, shouldn't listen to her anymore <laughs> so colorado well this is just one
0: but this, yeah this does
1: not look legit though it's it, it's
0: interesting like as I was saying, Colorado had a significant drop in heroin use because when you have recreational yeah, well, marijuana legal, so what is that uh what what website's that u s news u s news dot com okay probably not. so what does it say Tennessee is the wealthiest state by by what metric well,
1: what my sister said is since we're super conservative, we just don't spend money here a lot generally. On- And, uh, well, because she works for the Treasury.
0: Oh, okay. And, uh... That's why we got them bad roads, bruh. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Have you ever been to Memphis? It's like, it's like, uh, those road test things where they test new cars, like with Toyota, and they make them drive over the, (laughs) the really bumpy (laughs) roads to see if, how much will
1: break a car. That's Memphis. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it says Tennessee, Florida, South Dakota, North Carolina, Utah, indiana i don't know how utah would be the wealthiest state government mormons bro, bro. mormons are worth a lot that's like one of the wealthiest yeah.
0: religions by
1: they like, have per a ton capita. of
0: money bro it's just because uh
1: their followers are super devout so they all tithe i need to start a religion
0: like i'm a christian but i need to start a religion well, where thing i <laughs> is, is, is the is,
1: the guys at the top in mormonism don't take a check
0: Mm, uh-huh, sure. Maybe. They take a check. Are you kidding me? They don't take a check <laughs> like Congress doesn't take a check. Yet you know, all these congressmen are worth $100 million on a on $100,000 salary. Sure. Maybe, I don't know.
1: Sure. They take checks. At least the, I bet you. the church that's set up says they, they, they do not take a check. Maybe they do. They don't take a check like Jim Baker
0: doesn't take a check. <laughs> Wait, who's Jim t- Baker? I think he's the one that tried to blow... the Baker bucket or whatever? Or, well, the uh, Baker bucket, and then he tried to blow away the coronavirus... Remember, he was the one that was the meme. He was like, coronavirus, I condemn you. I blow you away.
1: You are gone. <laughs> Is <laughs> and, he like a giant Christian guy?
0: Yeah, he's a big mega church, uh televangelist, uh, pastor, and he's worth like $750 million. No and he's got, Is yes, he like Joel Osteen? Joel Osteen, but stupider. Joel Osteen's at least smart enough to not like... Not get into too much controversy, yeah. but Jim Baker's just like I need my fourth private jet because I have to. I'm using them to spread the gospel, so please buy me this seventy five million dollar. I'm not kidding, like a seventy five million dollar jet, and they bought it for him. The dude's yeah. worth almost a billion dollars, and he got other people to pay for his jet. He's got like four, or he's had oh, hey, four. Well, hey, whatever
1: he's doing's working.
0: I mean, he's... maybe not for God, but. I think it's Jim used, Baker. My yeah. My mom
1: used to watch. Oh, she still, I think, watches Joel Osteen on Sundays, and I'm just like... Dude,
0: Joel Osteen is one of the biggest problems with Christianity. Yeah. I call him blinky. Have you ever seen how he has this, like, tick where he blinks really fast when he's preaching? It's hilarious. He'll literally blink, like, like 15 times in 10 seconds. Well, he just
1: doesn't really talk about
0: Jesus a lot. No, it's all it's all prosperity gospel.
1: Oh, yeah, it's just like, if you believe that God is going to do something in your life, he will do it.
0: <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> and he always delivers, like,
1: and got... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, when I, when I was, uh, and, he, and he does his finger. I don't. I wish we had video so you could see it, but where he where he like d- does the one sign and then he pushes it out when he's yeah. about ready to deliver something. <laughs> uh,
0: he he is so hypocritical, man. When when the Texas flood happened, the really bad one, not the Steve Ray Vaughn song, but the. Oh. The, no, <laughs> so, when the uh, the real bad Texas song, flood no that is a great song. That dude's a master at the yeah. guitar. but when the Texas floods happened, I think it was in Houston, I think you know he's got a mega church there uh-huh. and uh, people were like, "Hey, we've lost our homes and stuff. can we go stay in the mega church? We're members of your church. You have all the space that's not damaged by the water. Can we stay in it? And he just said no and locked the doors and turned them away. And a mattress store opened up and we're like, yep, we're using every mattress in here to give people a place to sleep. We're giving them food. We're giving them everything. So a mattress firm, like a mattress store, and Chick-fil-A, I think, teamed up and fed and gave everybody a place to sleep. And everyone that was turned away from that church. And I'm like, dude, you have like a literal 30,000 square foot building yeah, that you can just house all these people. And you were just like, nope. And you're like, nope. Because, you know, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to, you know, hey, hey, you don't want poor people in there. Yeah. Cuz they don't they don't give money when they're poor. They just lost their house. They can't give you money. Yeah. Ugh. Dude, it's so stupid. <sighs> so stupid. Man, but he's worth a lot of money though. Yeah. He's worth a lot of money. He says that he doesn't take anything from the pol- like from the offerings. He just makes money off of his books. And they're good selling books, but I highly doubt that he's made that much I mean, money. My mom
1: had had one of his
0: books. Yeah, everybody's got one of his books at some point. Bro, remember that? Did you ever see uh, jacket preacher? Mm-mm. Oh, is that the one that, that took his jacket and smacked he just people with it? Smacking people with it, and they were like passing out. It's
1: like, <laughs> he literally. If imagine if preachers actually had like Avatar: The Last Airbender powers. <laughs> He's like airbending these people.
0: <laughs> no, I just want to see a preacher. Well, we do see preachers all the time. Just <laughs> straight up, like abuse people, and just be like, in the name of God. (laughs) And then just, like, punch some dude. (laughs) They do it all the time, bro. I know. That's like history right there. Look at the Catholic Church. You know, stereotypes... There's there's an old saying, I think, uh, some super smart dude, I can't remember, one of those philosopher guys, said that history was based on... I'm sorry, stereotypes are based on reality and history. Um, And, uh... It's like the stereotype of, like, white people doing yoga and... It's because white people do yoga. That's like a that's an okay stereotype because white people like yoga. A lot of white people yeah. do. But the stereotype of the Catholic Church is like they burn people, they disagree with them, and they rape little boys.
1: And then... <laughs> it's like, oh my God.
0: Why is that the stereotype? Yeah. And then you look at it and, you know, in Pennsylvania, back three or four years ago, they had like uh, 300 bishops yeah. that were just accused of sexual assault.
1: Yeah. So they, they <laughs> rape... And then they get convicted. Just kidding, they get relocated. <laughs> they get
0: relocated. Yeah, they're like, hey, you moved to Tennessee. Nobody knows your name there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Dude.
1: Well, um Let's start a religion. Like a cult?
0: Yeah. No 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 no. A religion. There's very big very big difference. Cults are like seen yeah, as bad. So a religion much, seems good. There's so much more money in the cults, bro. Not really. Remember remember what Creed Bratton said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, there's more money in it as a follower but you have more fun I'm sorry, you have more fun as a follower but there's more money as a leader true no, but I, if you start a religion then you've got political sway cults don't have a ton of political sway look at look at Scientology which is just barely just barely classified as a religion but people are even don't really take it seriously anymore well, they never did but now yeah. it's really bad
1: I actually was <clears throat> thinking about Scientology before I came over here I was like, man they just believe in aliens and, like, sci-fi shit.
0: Now, I mean, I believe in aliens, too. Well, but okay. I don't believe that
1: we are aliens. Like, no, like we came from we, some dude named Xenu. Yeah. I'm talking, like, that kind of aliens. I don't know, actually. That's, that's a really interesting topic, aliens. It depends... I feel like it vastly depends on the size of the universe. The universe is insanely large, obviously, but... Is it. It's not infinite. Yeah. It's expanding still. So that cuts the probability down, like. Yeah. Like, if it's infinite, then there's only one logical. Of course, there's aliens. Like, there's no other way to go about it. Yeah. And there's also, like, another person that is in the exact same situation that we're in right now. Infinitely.
0: Yeah. Now, I. I would love to believe the multiverse theory that every single um, decision that anyone on pl- on the earth makes there's a like every decision has another universe that spawns from that like yeah. in other things like the multiverse theory of like infinite universes and infinite infinite possibilities that would be awesome so thinking like somewhere out there there's a universe where I am
1: there is like a superhero that's called DMT <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Bath salts. Oh, I have powers. <laughs> <laughs> Run I was to a police station die. <laughs> I was watching a uh,
0: uh, Jordan Peterson video the other day. The, yeah. the psychologist from uh, I think Toronto or Ontario. Um, he very smart guy and, and he's a clinical psychologist. And he was talking about that um, there was a test done back in the '80s and it went on through the '2000s. I believe in Ontario, where they would test different subjects um, on, uh, that had different mental problems, and they would test them with DMT and other psychedelic drugs, acid, mushrooms, things like that. And uh, DMT, what does it stand for?
1: I have no idea.
0: I can't remember. It's something, something. Anyways, it basically, those are psychedelic drugs that um, release a chemical in the middle of your brain that affects how you view reality.
1: Wait, that we are apparently already <clears throat> make in our brain.
0: Yeah, we already make Yeah,
1: we already produce DMT in our brain. There's a song but called But it's concentrated. Turtles all the way down. Um, and it's by a guy named Sturgill Simpson. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good song and if you look it up on YouTube, look up the look up Sturgill Simpson tiny desk concert and his like his fingerstyle stuff and his picking is insane. But that song t- Turtles are is like a common way to refer to a lot of um like s- super psychedelics there's like psychedelics like acid and mm-hmm. and mushrooms which i think is also referred to as psilocybin but then there's like super psychedelics which is like dmt Endocryptin, and, like, I think yeah, is, is one there's um, there's like some crazy ones but yeah but that song is really awesome and it's ri- it's written very well
0: yeah I mean it's we we know so little about the brain. That's one of the things Peterson was talking about. He said um, that there, he said that you would have probably half the people who, who went through this, um, this experiment basically, and and he'd have about half the people. It's about 150 people who did it, and they all had one or two mental I- illnesses like anxiety or depression or or, or yeah, just insane insanity. Like some people are just insane, and they all agreed to do it, and they and they went were on this. This testing with uh, with psychedelics, and he said that about half the people who did it, um, one out of every twelve or so times that they would do with the psychedelics, they would have a, a what we call a bad trip. But they said it wasn't a bad trip; it was a life-changing experience where they saw an entity that was real. Mm-hmm. They saw something that was real, something that was uh, like a real manifestation of a being talking to them and waking sense into them he said for up to seven is
1: Jordan Peterson saying this
0: yeah yeah he said we don't know what that is he said up to seven eight years later he said those people's lives are completely changed like if they had depression they were never depressed again he said it had like a 90 he said only two or three people out of the ones that were affected which is about 75 people out of 150 he said only two or three people ever relapsed back into whatever mental illness they had everyone was just kind of cured and he's like I don't we don't understand why we don't know why And I had a, I I was kind of hesitant about that, and I had a a buddy of mine um, go through an experience like that, and, um, you know, it's insane, like, just just talking to a, uh, like, an entity, a lot of them describe it as talking to an entity, and... One thing that Jordan Peterson a thought that he's entertaining is that it's the elves.
1: They're coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> they're turning <of> the
0: frogs gay. <laughs> yeah. um, but the thought that he was entertaining is that you're talking to your subconscious. Yeah, your brain's powerful enough to manifest it into a real being that you can sit and talk with your subconscious. So a lot you, of people saw themselves yeah. in the future, like 30, 40 years in the future, and they would talk to themselves and be like,
1: "I got to make some life changes." If you're sitting back, if you're if you're if you really sit back and think about how powerful your brain is. It's crazy. Like the thought the fact that we see in 2D yeah. but we can our brain computes so fast that we understand the idea of 3D, of depth, of depth. So like
0: We don't see depth, we just use like, context clues. If I could
1: see in 3D, then I could see the entirety of Preston. Like I I can just see the front side of Preston right now. I'd see like all of him, mm-hmm. all the way around. Yeah. And, but, I un- I understand that if I reach a certain length, I can like touch his back even though I don't see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very Guess interesting. What's the end is cracked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I don't think we're allowed to use that joke anymore. No. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like my brother was trying to. My brother's very, very intelligent when it comes to. To understanding scientific concepts that are confusing, so he was trying to explain to me what the fourth dimension would look like. Uh-huh. The third dimension makes sense; that so you can see everything basically. But the fourth dimension, I think, adds time as a as a concept as a dimension. Maybe. So it's you know, it's two dimensions is is uh, height so. and depth, or height and uh, width, and then of course the third dimension is depth, and then the fourth dimension uh, we believe is time, which I feel is. Like...
1: Is it time? Or is that the fifth dimension? That like might if be I the could fifth. see in four day in forty, then I could see the front, back, and through.
0: I don't know. We can look this up real fast. Um like what 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 is the fourth dimension? Um but it's so it's so interesting. There are so many people that are way, way, way more intelligent than me. Um that try to break this stuff down <laughs> and I still don't get it. But yeah. You ever um, read Carl Jung? No. He's a uh, psychologist, real famous psychologist and, and philosopher. Um, had some really interesting theories and
1: stuff. Kind of. Are you ready? All right. All right. A four-dimensional space, or 4D space, is a mathematical extension of the concept of three-dimensional or 3D space. Three-dimensional space is the simplest possible abstraction of the observation that one only needs three numbers called dimensions. To describe the size or location of object of objects in the everyday world and I'm gonna go uh, size location for example the volume of a rectangular box is found by measuring its length width and height x y and z mm-hmm. the idea of adding a fourth dimension began with Jean Le Ronde <laughs> Lambert Adam Lambert basically with his, <laughs> <laughs> this dimensions published in 1754 followed by Joseph Louis LaGrange in the mid-1700s, and culminated in a precise formalization of the concept in 1854 by Bernard Riemann. This is all from Wikipedia, too. There
0: will be a test on all this, (laughs) so (laughs) Um, be ready. We're sending you a quizlet.
1: Yeah, just look up those guys, and you'll see what 4D actually is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave it up to you, because we can't... We because can't.
1: I'm not going to keep reading that shit. <laughs> I'm just going to keep uh, proposing ideas like I know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. in ignorance. It's,
0: no, so yeah. I've,
1: I've actually done acid before. I don't know why I said it quieter. But <laughs> I've done acid. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like those people that, like, you can tell growing up they weren't allowed to cuss, and then they try to cuss, and they're like, what the fuck, what's going
0: on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they always know that they're about to curse because they look around. They're like, yeah, look over their shoulders, looking under tables.
1: It's like, <laughs> it's like, dude, it's just so unnatural. Just don't even swear. But yeah. when I did it, it was acid, like... Acid, not cursing. Acid, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was... Uh, like the delinquent he is. <laughs> <laughs> it was... I did it when I was like 15 or 16. and it, Really? Yeah. Interesting. And uh, it wasn't... It wasn't like this... I'll describe what it was like. You take it, and then... The second I took it, I was like, bro, this shit isn't going to do anything to me. (laughs) Then I immediately... Like an hour later, I was just like floored high and just laughing at everything. And you can't stop laughing. Everything is just hilarious. I was... It was like that until the morning. I took it at like midnight. And it was (laughs) like that until like 7 a.m. Then my friend who who did it with me he ended up going to sleep cuz he finished his trip or whatever and then i was just left alone on acid and my parents were home and oh. i was like
0: fuck
1: <laughs> like i looked at my i looked at my pupils and i was like this is going to be bad like they're going to see me but luckily my mom had no idea and then i just sat on the couch and began being st- insanely introspective and just like it was almost too much where I was just looking at myself in every way and judging basically myself and my, my actions and stuff whilst being on acid which is arguably not a good thing yeah. in the
0: first place But you're like maybe it really is only three inches <laughs> <laughs> I've been told that but I never believed it until now <laughs> uh, well um, but
1: but defend yourself, Colin. <laughs> no, because I was going to use a Yo Mama joke, and then I was like, no, not again. <laughs> I, have to, I have to learn new, new ways to defend myself. But um, then I immediately was like, okay, I'm done with this. I tried to go to sleep. I couldn't, and, I, and yeah, you do see like really weird things. There was a lot of strange colors and like strange animals that I saw. It was like a mixture of like a giraffe and elephant with like eight arms and it was like super colorful, but that was only when I like closed my eyes. But it wasn't, it was, I knew they were obviously fake. It wasn't like some being trying to talk to me. It was like, no, this is just, my mind is using its imagination very well. And then I tried to go on a run, still high. Ooh. Tried to take a shower and like sweat it out, still high. Tried to go back to sleep, couldn't, still high. Looked at the clock, I was like, damn, it's only been like 25 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. time just started moving
0: super Yeah, because slow. you're
1: just like, I guess, yeah. When you're ready for it to be over, it's like, nah, bitch, I'm going to stay in your system and you're going to, and then t- time is going to immediately feel like it's like 10 times slower. Uh. So yeah, that was my experience. And then I stopped being high and I think got the flu like directly after <laughs> really yeah so what did acid taste like how did you just do a tab it taste like or good? it was a tab so what i did was i did a half tab and then another half tab like an hour later Mhm. so just a tab which there are people that just take like a strip with like 10 tabs and just like down it and i'm like uh, your <clears> brain <throat> is literally just suffering <laughs> i had a friend of mine
0: tell me a story about. there's
1: no way that that's that's okay I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I got to
0: go pee. Be right back. Right in the middle of our recording. Unbelievable. All right, we're back. That was, for you, it was like three seconds. For us, it was like 10 minutes. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, so I I was talking to my friend the other day, um, and he said that there was a guy who is kind of well known in the drug world, which is not Mm -hmm. a world that I'm too familiar with, but um, that he has taken every drug known to man. That's his. That's his claim to fame. Is he's taken every drug known to man, and it's helped save like hundreds of thousands of lives because of the research done. Like, oh, what happens when he makes these two drugs? What happens when this drug happens? Oh, he went brain dead for a week. Well, <laughs> let's not do that drug. <laughs> or oh, his heart stopped ten minutes in. Let's probably probably lighten the load on that drug. So he's been able to provide tons of research, and I think he, I think he just died a couple days ago. Overdose. <laughs> or not a couple days ago a couple, uh, couple years ago I don't I don't know if it was an overdose I wouldn't be surprised I mean the dude's literally been brain dead like 3 times and they just come back from it with other drugs oh. which honestly which shows the there's <laughs> potential to come out of uh out of uh comas out of comas with with high octane drugs the problem is it just might wreck your but he like his body went septic like you're four just times you're in the
1: coma and you're tripping balls and you're having like crazy dreams and like I can hear everything still. My eyes are just closed. <laughs> I cannot imagine
0: being in a coma and still being conscious. You you can't like a
1: thing that happens.
0: Which more often than we thought, yeah. Ugh. Which is
1: just terrifying.
0: It's absolutely terrifying. It's like you're in a coma, let's say for six months. Six months you're laying there in complete darkness, you can't move, you can't feel anything, but you can think. And you never sleep. You just think. Because you you don't require sleep, really. So you might sleep two hours at a time, but you're just thinking for six months. I would go insane.
1: I'm not that entertaining in my thoughts. (laughs) uh, Yeah. I would immediately, like, if I was wealthy and then ended up going into a coma, I would would immediately pay people, like, every day. Yeah. Because my money's, like, useless at that point. If I come out of it, then fine. Spent my money, I went into a coma. Like, I thought I was going to die. If I don't come out of it, then. I'm not going to need my money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would immediately pay people to, like, read books to me, like, play audiobooks to me, like, I, I, all day. How
0: are you going to pay those people because you're in a coma? Oh, like, well, they I'll, don't know. I'll
1: make an agreement with them, like, the people in my life beforehand. Hey, if I go into a coma, I guess I'll say it to you. If I go into <laughs> a coma, figure out how to get people to spend, like, use my money to, Yeah. to get people to pay, to, like, to, uh to read to me and stuff or like keep me. So I'm at least getting, gaining knowledge or something. So if I come out, come out of it, I'm like a super genius because I've absorbed all the knowledge. There was a guy in Germany
0: named, I think it was Carl Lunge, back in the nineties. Um, and he went into a coma for like 15 years, 15 years. And he finally came out of it for whatever reason. He just woke up one day and he, that provided a ton of research for, for, yeah. uh, like researching how people work in comas. And he said that he remembers everything. He was awake the whole time and he felt everything. So he felt his body just atrophy for 15 years. He's like, I felt everything. Every time that someone touched me, I knew that they were touching me. I just couldn't react. And the way his brain was reacting, it wasn't also, showing that. Can you imagine 15 years where you feel everything, and you hear everything, and you smell everything, but you literally cannot move?
1: Just hire a bunch of women to just bang my comatose. <laughs> <laughs> the Kill Bill style. <laughs> I still feel it. <laughs> Put some Vaseline on this one. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of this song, and there's a line that says, It's been five years and I still feel it all. <laughs> but it's, it's, the song's talking about a breakup but i am thinking coma right now <laughs> oh my god that'd be terrible <laughs> dude coma's must suck yeah i mean that's pretty obvious but yeah. really
0: if you're conscious if you're not conscious there are some people who just wake um there's a great documentary and i can't it was on youtube i can't remember what the documentary was called but it was about different comas and different types and there are some comas that people like will go to sleep and wake up and it's just 15 years later and everything has changed like the whole world like what? people wake up they would go to sleep, put, be put in a coma for whatever reason, before 9-11. Uh-huh. Wake up in a post-9-11 world where everything has changed, technology is advanced. So, like, let's say you go into a coma, let's say you're in it for 20 years, and you go in at 1998, you wake up in 2000, or 2018.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, the world's completely changed. Completely changed. Dude.
1: What, and, if, and what you, if we found out that cryosleep, or, like, whatever that is... Is just being able to induce induce comas that, like, you know people are going to... It's just like going not to be sleep, going, Not be conscious. Going to sleep and waking up 20 years later. Like, n- non-conscious comas. Like Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Disney
0: on ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really gosh. changes the name. <laughs> Can you imagine if they just, like, rolled his head out and <laughs> just started spinning around in the ice? <laughs> oh, gosh. But, uh... I think that's a myth, though, that his... Totally. That his head was frozen. Somebody froze their some famous dude froze their head. Might have been Steve Jobs.
1: Somebody come freeze him. he's dancing like a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, dude. I don't All know right, why you... I, I like singing that song into the country accent. Somebody come get her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whistle, somebody come get her.
0: <laughs> somebody come get her by Jason L. Dean. <laughs> Thank you for listening to 104 Country Talk. <laughs> Like Beatles in the city. <laughs> <laughs> you like a banjo start playing. You're like, oh no. <laughs> this is rude. What do you think about country? Burning
1: Cross in the back. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, no, you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that, I'm talking that country.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what's your opinion on country rap? I, I think there's like a couple songs that are okay, but it's. Are taken... you
1: talking like Old Town Road country rap?
0: Yeah, the new country rap. Like, I don't like country. <laughs> I like old country, maybe some of old country, and if I'm in the mood. And I like rap if I'm in the mood, but combined, it's like,
1: I don't think they work well together. Well, I disagree. Musically, I don't think they work well together. But. I mean, success-wise. Yeah. Good lord, the money they're making. To bring society together. It's like, never before have country white folk (laughs) and black inner-city kids... Had such unity, until they made like Old Town Road. It's like we are breaking down social barriers, man. (laughs) Yeah, but couldn't you make the music good? (laughs) I I, I get that. Never before did I think Billy Ray Cyrus would be in a in a music video with Lil Nas X. (laughs) Yeah. A gay, <laughs> a oh, yeah. gay black rap cowboy thing. <laughs> I don't even Dude, know how to describe I, you remember him. All, remember all the memes after he like came out as gay? <laughs> He's like, what he was really talking about in Old Town Road, <laughs> <laughs> horse dick. <laughs>
0: Bro, they did like thirty remixes of that song. I f- and he made so much money. I think it's the best selling, oh, yeah. one of the best selling songs of all time. It's one of them. It's insane because they did like, it was like Avatar. Uh, Avatar, the the blue people Avatar, not the good one. Um, they they did they did uh, like seven re-releases, and that's why it's the highest grossing movie. Cause they, it was out in theaters for like a year, cause they just kept doing re-releases. So for the Avengers Endgame to pass it for top grossing movie, they went and uh, they did a re-release and added some content at the very end that was, it was
1: utter garbage at the end. Oh yeah, didn't they do the thing with China? What thing? Were they? Like, movie, big Hollywood movies will make extra sections to just appeal to the Chinese audience. Oh, yeah. Or the Chinese government. Yeah. Because there's so many people in China that they make so much more money if they do that. So where the, I think there was, like, this one part where that they added for, like, the Chinese where, like, Tony Stark saved some Chinese doctor or something. Yeah. And it's, like... <laughs> and then South Park did, like, a... The Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah, South Park did, like, a they were making fun of it and it's like and your leader totally does not look like Winnie the Pooh (laughs) can
0: you imagine being so so offended by someone calling you Winnie the Pooh that you ban Winnie the Pooh and South Park you ban an entire like like an entire subculture for your entire nation of a billion and a half people. <laughs> You're just like, you know what? If, any- if I find out anyone's been reading Winnie the Pooh books, you'll be killed. <laughs> You're like, I don't look like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh no, oh dear. <laughs> I can't do a Winnie the Pooh voice. That was terrible.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to look up South, like what they said um, Dude, to the Chinese government.
0: South Park's insane. Their predictions... Do you see the thing where they predicted the coronavirus so i have i have two theories of south, <laughs> south park. park yeah i have two theories the popular theories that they're time travelers so they had an episode back in like 1998 where they uh the whole town was scared of this um disease this plague that was going around and the they go to the government and they're like hey where's the cure for this plague and the government had ended up making up the plague and he's like, oh, it's uh, it's in that truck right there. And they go and knock over this box truck. And in the box truck were this box of killer bees that go out and start attacking people. And I'm like, that sounds dangerously close to, <laughs> to today's events. So I have a theory. The popular theory is that South Park creators are time travelers. But my theory is that they are not time travelers, but the world government, the one that's like controlling the entire world, like the big conspiracy yeah. theory, the Illuminati or something, that yeah. they are actually big fans of South Park and just make the things come <laughs> true they're like yeah uh, hey this is a good episode let's make this come true <laughs> <And>
1: they- <laughs> well, the crazy thing is is I used to think the Illuminati was just like a total hoax yeah but there's like videos coming out of of big time rappers and stuff that are just like nah bro the second you get that fame they approach you and yeah. the second you start getting that big money at least that's what they say. Maybe that's just a publicity stunt, but... I mean, it could be, but... I got the message right here, though, from South Park. It's okay. really funny. This he, is hey, to President Xi. Yeah.
0: Or is it Xi? I think it's Xi.
1: Yeah, I think so. Like the NBA, we welcome Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We, too, love money more than freedom and democracy. <laughs> Xi doesn't look just like Winnie the Pooh at all. Tune into our 300th episode this Wednesday at 10. Long live the Great Communist Party of China! May this autumn's sorghum harvest be bountiful. We good now, China? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Immediately banned. <laughs> oh, Dude, it's so gosh. funny. The NBA and and it pardoned my French. They were a bunch of pussies for doing what they did. Oh yeah. They were like, oh, uh, China wants us to do uh, all has a list of demands and we make half our money from China, yeah, we'll do those demands. It's like, no, guys, just your audience is America. Yeah. China might pay for a lot of stuff. They might give you a lot of money, but your audience needs to be America. It's all, <laughs> It should be all American China players. China might have one NBA player that they... Even Yao Ming came out and was like, that was a bad choice. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't he Chinese? Look, <laughs> like, I think Yao Ming's Chinese. Probably. Probably. Pro- probably. It's a Chinese name, but... Ooh, racial profiling. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what, the Ming Dynasty, bro. Yao Ming. <laughs> what is racial profiling
1: when it comes to names? All right, Yao Ming.
0: I don't think there is. There shouldn't be such a thing as racial profiling with names. It's like if your name is Ping Pong, and I've literally met a person named Ping Pong. All right, I'm not kidding. She's a, a Thai uh, chick.
1: Her name is Ping Pong, and that I'm like Chinese. Yeah, he's Chinese. She's from Shanghai. Yeah. I almost, like, read that wrong and was, like, going to... I, when I first looked at Shanghai, I was like, that spelled weird. Is that Shanghai? <laughs> I was going to say, like, Shanghai. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's Shanghai.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, remember that... What was it? Shanghai Nights or something with Owen Wilson? What was the Chinese uh, movie?
1: I thought it was Midnight in Paris. Is that the No
0: no 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 There's an Owen Wilson movie Where he's like He goes to China And he has to learn To become a kung fu master Or something I don't know Maybe that's a dream I had But (laughs) Dude I've had some weird dreams lately I can't I can't differentiate Between reality and not Didn't you
1: have a dream About like cinnamon or something
0: yeah when I was younger <laughs> it's actually one of my bits in stand up is I had a a dream that I could control small amounts of cinnamon and I had the power to control but I'm saying like like a tablespoon and I could only make it like swirl around and sometimes like after years of training I could like make it float. For a couple seconds. But it was... And it never grew past that. It was so frustrating. It's like, I have a superpower. It's small amounts of cinnamon. And I literally can't... I can't do much
1: more than just move it around with my mind. And it was so annoying. It's like when the cinnamon challenge was going around and people were dying from cinnamon. You're like, this is my time to shine. Everybody step aside. And then you like make the cinnamon come out of their throat. (laughs) Wow. Local superhero saves... One man. <laughs> By controlling a small amount of cinnamon. <laughs> it's
0: like, the wow, moment. he has telekinesis. You're like, no, 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 it's just cinnamon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Literally the worst superhero of all time. <laughs> what would be, like, what are, like, the worst superheroes? My name would be
0: Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> I publicly apologize for the comments made. About what, what, do you wear a cape though? <laughs> I drill small amounts of cinnamon, and I'm wearing a cape, like a mask, like a cape and spanks. Yeah, <laughs> you're cinnamon.
1: My favorite cereal is uh, the Apple Jacks. <laughs> it's, like <a laughs> it's like you're sitting in like a a donut place or like Krispy Kreme or something, and someone orders a cinna- cinnamon roll. And they're like, hey, I wanted more cinnamon. And you're like, this is my time to shine. <laughs> Step aside. You have
0: like a little pouch hanging to the side. And then you just <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, throw it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. And they're like, um. thank me later. <laughs> and they're like,
0: uh, "Thanks." Okay. <laughs> I was really talking about like the icing, but you're like, ah, oh, sorry, I can't do icing. <laughs> <laughs> Only pure cinnamon. <laughs> you're really good at making oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have bland oatmeal, then you need cinnamon. (laughs) Like, like, trying to fly by putting cinnamon on the bottom of my boots and like raising myself up.
1: (laughs) And it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah, I just fall off like a 30 story building and smack (laughs) into the ground. They're like, How'd he die? He's like, Overconfidence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The cape didn't help. What if? Which I saw a hilarious meme of like, You know, when you're a kid and you feel like if you put on a cape, like, You're you're immediately invincible. Yeah. Well, I saw a video of a kid that also thought that and then just dove down like a flight of stairs <laughs> and it literally looked like it killed him and he just gets up and he's like it didn't work and his dad's like yeah don't let that cape give you confidence boy <laughs> uh what was
0: the wasn't it the Red Bull that had a huge legal battle and they changed oh, yeah. it Red Bull Gives You Wings is that their uh, that's their tagline it's been it for years and they changed it to Red Bull Gives You Wings like with three eyes. Because some dude jumped off of, he drank a Red Bull and jumped off of a water tower and died. And his friend sued him and was like, they said that Red Bull gives you wings. And that was false advertising because our friend didn't get wings and he died.
1: And they <laughs> won if, millions! Like, what if, like, the weed market went up right there? Like, in that moment? Because they were like, they were obviously high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weed. Makes you want to jump off of things.
0: <laughs> weed does not actually make you want to jump off of things. <laughs> You never know. I don't know, man. I do have like a, an overconfidence thing. I mean, I've never been high again. I'm a good, good Christian boy. (laughs) Instead of three,
1: instead of two and a half inches, it's three.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I like doing uh, push-ups. I'll do like sixty push-ups. Like I can't do sixty push-ups regularly. But when I'm, um, hypothetically high, uh. All in a hypothetical situation, you know. Never, never actually done it. But I'll, I'll do like sixty push-ups in a row, and I'll just get super tired. Dude,
1: I literally said I did acid.
0: Ah, that's very different, though. <laughs> <laughs> my parents listen to this podcast. <laughs> Hi, mom and dad. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: no, but uh, wait, didn't you tell your dad?
0: No, yeah, I'm joking. Dad. <laughs> I told my dad about the first time we were in Colorado. I, I can't remember if we mentioned it on our first podcast, but yeah, we took a a substantial sum. <laughs> of 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 uh marijuana and it was <laughs> it w- we were melted to a bed for like 14 hours. <laughs> um
1: what were you saying before that?
0: I don't remember. Um but, but that's a pre-workout, man. My my brain just goes on to the next thing in like 10 seconds. Yeah. I can't <laughs> Um
1: yeah, I, I it's it's just crazy that they actually won. They won the legal battle.
0: Yeah, it's like the that's Starbucks, almost... the hot
1: coffee thing. No, that
0: was McDonald's. Was it McDonald's? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. She won, like, $2 million. Or is it seven? I can't remember. She won a bunch of money. I thought it was seven. She won an ass load of money, and she didn't even get burned. It's, like, a little... But, hey, I mean, honestly, if it's in your right to sue the person for that, and they don't have the legal battle, like, yeah. I, I, I'd do it.
1: But well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it That reminds me of like when I was working in the restaurant business. Managers, they're always assholes because, number one, they're forced to be nice so often. Um, And I remember this one uh, lady that came in, and she had a huge party of people that were with her, and she ordered a ton of food, like over $100 worth of food. And then she just complained that we were being racist and sexist and got it all for free.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, we'll talk about more on the next podcast. We say that at the end of every episode, and we never end up bringing up the next yeah. <laughs> uh, the next topic. But um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, like I said, our audio quality is going to go uh, up soon, and as will our production quality. We'll be getting some videos out. Um, follow us on TikTok, Instagram. Uh, we'll have a YouTube channel up soon, but uh, subscribe to us on Spotify. And uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. All righty. We'll see you.